Welcome to the Davy Tree Expert Companies podcast, Talking Trees. I'm your host, Doug Oster. Each week, our expert arborists share advice on seasonal tree care, how to make your trees thrive, arborists' favorite trees, and much, much more. Tune in every Thursday to learn more, because here at the Talking Trees podcast, we know trees are the answer. This week, we are celebrating our one-year podcast anniversary. Our first episode came out January 14th, 2021, and we want to say thank you to those who have tuned in to learn more about caring for your trees. And as a thank you, we're holding a Davy Wireless Earbuds giveaway through the end of the month while supplies last. To learn more about entering the giveaway, read this episode's podcast show notes below or head over to Davy's Facebook or LinkedIn page to learn more. To find us, just search Davy Tree on Facebook or LinkedIn to see our podcast giveaway post for instructions. One of my favorite parts of this podcast is finding out how Davy Arborists came to find their jobs in the industry. So this week we'll be listening back to a few of my favorite moments of how they came to love their jobs. Let's kick it off with R.J. Laverne and the unique field he almost chose for his profession. Tell me a little bit about why this job is right for you. How how did you come into to loving trees and and learning so much about trees and now being able to teach uh, arborists and others about trees? Well, I have to make a confession first. Um, it wasn't always my intent to be a forester or an arborist. Uh, when I was a, a young boy, my um, my hero was the great uh, oceanographer Jacques Cousteau. And I wanted more than anything to be a marine biologist. And so when I, uh, I uh, started in, in college, I enrolled in a biology um, program with the intent of going on to be a marine biologist. And about three years into my studies, it occurred to me that I didn't know how to swim. And that the job opportunities for a marine biologist that couldn't swim were probably pretty narrow. <laughs> and, uh, and so it was at that point that um, uh, I shifted gears and uh, decided that I wanted to go into forestry. And I guess that was probably because uh, when I grew up in Detroit, um, the house we lived in um, uh, on the on the back fence, you could jump over the back fence and, uh, and be in a undeveloped woodlot that was, I don't know, maybe five to 10 acres. And I spent an awful lot of time roaming through this little woodlot when I was, uh, when I was a boy. So that's where I got my, my first, um, introduction to, uh, to how trees grow. And so I went on to get my forestry degree and, um, and then little by little after working, in uh, in traditional forestry in uh, northern Michigan and and uh, in Maine, uh, I came to um, realize that I I really was interested in trees in cities. I guess that's just because I grew up in a city, and that's what drew me to the uh, Davy Tree Expert Company. And I have uh, enjoyed a uh, a lengthy career of of working with trees in in communities. Auxilio Tovar found his passion for trees through hard work. So tell me a little bit about uh, how you got into this, how this job was right for you. 
Oh, well, Doug, you know, I came, I've been with Davey for 18 years, almost 19 years. Um, I came to, to this company knowing nothing about trees. All I knew about trees was hmm. they had leaves and, and a trunk and, and branches. That's it. Um, slowly, I fell in love with this, with this job. Uh, once I knew that this was going to be for me, I, I decided to make it a career and um, it, my actually my father an interesting fact my father used to work for the company he's the one that got me the job here uh, and uh, he, like, he like I said he brought me in with with no experience and um, slowly I, I fell in love with this job and 18 years later I don't think I'm going anywhere. Chrissy Balk's journey to the job began at childhood. Tell me a little bit about your path to to the job that you do and your love of trees and obviously a, a love of science. Yeah, yeah. So I I grew up in Buffalo, New York, and every weekend my parents would take us on a hike or something like that. You know, I grew up going to the Adirondacks as our, our family vacation every year. So I grew up in nature, really. So that started it for me. But then I went to college at St. Lawrence, um, which is upstate New York, you know, near the Adirondacks. And there I found, you know, classes that I could take that were ethnobotany and botany and mycology. So it kind of brought all things plant pathology together for me um, and made me realize, you know, I love all these things. I love fungi. I love trees. I love plants. And so after that, I went to Alaska um, on an internship and collected native plant seeds for a while. It was awesome. Loved that. Decided I really want to work with trees and fungi. So I, you know, did some research, found plant pathology, and then I got my master's at o Ohio State for that. Um, and here I am. Then I came to Davie with all of that. So I've I've had a pretty, I like to call that a call it fate, basically. Every time something's happened in my life, it seems just pretty natural. Um, and I guess that, you know, it's kind of funny. It's been a natural thing for me, nature and trees. And, um, but yeah, that was kind of my track and it's, it's definitely a little weirder than I made it seem. Um, there's, you know, some bumps in the road, of course, but, um, yeah, I just, it was, this is where I was supposed to end up, you know, working with trees, teaching people about it, getting them excited about them, getting them excited about fungi. Because that's how I got into it, you know, excited people talking about it. And it makes people want to learn and makes them want to plant trees and do all these things. And we need them, you know, they're the, the fate of our future. So, yeah, that was my path. <laughs> Miles Stevens was also inspired by time in the forest as a child. Tell me a little bit about how you found your way to this job. Well... You know, it goes way back, I guess, probably, uh, to my job here, how I got interested in what I do, just to the fact that, you know, grew up in sort of a, I grew up out in Clinton and wasn't a whole lot around there. So I always liked tromping through the woods and building forts and all kind of stuff you do when you're a kid. And and I decided early on, I didn't really want a job where I was going to be sitting in an office all the time and I wanted to work outside. And so I ended up going to school for forestry and graduated from WVU and, uh, and uh, 81 was a tough time to get a job and end up getting a job with another tree company, worked there for a year and got, then came back, got a job with Davey and, and sort of gone on from there. It's, uh, you know, been rewarding, not traditional forestry, but uh, I, I enjoy, 
get to meet a lot of interesting people. And, and so it, to me, it's like microforestry. You know, you talk about traditional forestry, you're managing 100 acres. This is where you're going to property. People may have four or five trees. So you help manage those trees. And, you know, in the end, I think what the most rewarding is I think we're more of a tree. I'm more involved in tree preservation than anything else. And, and so that's, uh, I enjoy it. That's the part I enjoy the most meeting people. I met a lot of interesting people. And I'm sure you do too. And that's what makes it people all walks of life, a lot of different interests, but that makes it makes the job fun. Working with trees wasn't the first thing that Dash Gank had in mind when going to college. Hey, I, I do want to ask you a little bit about your job and, and how you got into it and why it's right for you. Okay, sure. Um, so I, I came a, I, I don't think I was a very traditional route into this industry. It was just kind of happenstance where I, I, I don't want to say I fell into it, but it was definitely not the plan. Um, I was going to university. I was going to be an, an accountant. That's what I was studying for. And, uh, you know, like so often I kind of had like a midlife crisis, I guess you can say, you know, I was in my uh, late twenties and I, and I kind of wanted to change of pace. And so a friend of mine who'd gone to school and graduated with a horticultural degree, he, he took a job in California at the San Francisco Davy tree office as a, you know, you know, he took a job there to be, to move up as like in the sales arborist and to kind of take that path. And he said, Hey, you're looking for a change. Why don't you, why don't you come out to California for like a year or two and just take a break from school and I'll get you a job. You can start dragging brush. You know, you can drive a truck. I know you're a hard worker because I work construction. You know, most, I put myself through college just working construction. So I said, sure. Great. Yeah. Why not? San Francisco sounds like a fun place. So I moved out there, started working for Davy tree in 2009. And, um, you know, I found out that, I kind of had a knack for it. You know, I enjoyed the work. It was fulfilling. I liked the company I was working for. And so, you know, this temporary, just a little like vacation from my life turned out, turned out to be probably the best decision that I ever made because, you know, from that, I, I moved up the ranks. I, I started, you know, not only just doing groundwork, but climbing, doing some plant healthcare work. And then, just over time, I, I became an ISA certified arborist, got promoted to a sales job, and then, you know, another promotion to assistant manager, and then the final promotion where I'm at now is as, as a manager. And I did that all in the span of 10 years. So, um, yeah, it was not your traditional path. I, I, at least I don't think so, but it's one that I like to share often, especially with the employees that work for me. Like, you know, I'm not anything special, you know. I just put the work in um, and I had, you know, there was a clear path put in front of me and it said, if you want to do this, you need to do this. And so all I did was just those steps. And if I can do it, anybody can do it. And David tree is such a great company to work for with so much opportunity and so much room for growth and, and, and upward mobility that, you know, I just, just tell all my employees, you know, look at me, you're probably smarter or harder working than I am. So if I can do this, Anybody, anybody can achieve that. It just takes some work. And so that's, that's kind of how I got into the, the industry. And I'm really glad I, I did because it did just, it just kind of clicked for me. It just seemed right. And finally, Gail Nozell actually found her way to the city to work with trees. Well, I always love to ask, uh, how did you find your way to this job? 
Well, I, you know, like a lot of uh, students in college, you know, enjoyed being outdoors and probably had a couple different majors before I settled on, on urban forestry and, and transferred colleges in there as well. Um, I had an uncle um, that worked um, for the Fish and Wildlife Service as a forester. Uh, but I definitely, I didn't want to be out in, he lived in Alaska, didn't want to be out in the forest per se, but I wanted more of an urban setting. So that's how I stumbled upon, well, how do you come bring those together? And uh, the University of Minnesota had an urban forestry program, which uh, really brought my interests together. And that's where I've been ever since. I just love learning about arborists and the path they took to find their job. Next week, we have a great episode about all the unique tools the professional arborists use in the field. Can't wait to hear all about that. Don't forget, you can win a pair of wireless earbuds. Just head over to the Davy Tree Facebook page or LinkedIn page, or just read the show notes below to find out how you can win those headphones. Now tune in every Thursday to the Talking Trees podcast from the Davy Tree Expert Company. I'm your host, Doug Oster. And do me a favor, subscribe to the podcast. I hope you're having as much fun listening as I am hosting the show. As always, we like to remind you on the Talking Trees podcast, trees are the answer.